rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Yo, everybody. Surprise. It's Friday night. Yeah. Hi, guys. Well, if you're listening on Progressive Voices, it's the same time. Uh, we usually meet here every Saturday evening at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels and at 6 p.m., 6 to 8 p.m., and then we're rebroadcast on starting Sunday on Progressive Voices at 6 to 8 or anytime on the Progressive Voices app and GDPR Revolution 99, the iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, whatever, whatever, you know, all the great places where the great people meet. The reason I'm doing the show a day early, I probably have absolutely nobody listening or watching at this time. Who knows, though? It's a good way to get new people in, but we generally have a uh, we have a an audience that comes every Saturday. So I really hate to do this to the people who look forward to hanging out during the show. But I guess you guys can watch the show. It won't be live, but um, I will be back live next Saturday, hopefully. The reason I'm doing it fr- um, Friday night is because I have to go to the dentist tomorrow. I have an, like a dental emergency. My tooth, I have a problem with my tooth. And the dentist is squeezing me in tomorrow. And I, it won't be until the afternoon and I don't know what's gonna happen. So I'm doing the show, I'm pre-recording the show basically because I don't know what shape my mouth is gonna be in and I don't wanna have to stress about it. I'm already stressed enough about life and my tooth in general. So. Uh, anyway, and there's a lot going on. Unfortunately, I do, I am a little upset that I'm not going to be here tomorrow because tomorrow at 3 p.m., the worst so-called president ever is going to make a major announcement from that Oval Office that he stains every day with his presence. And, um... Uh, because uh, uh, the walls are closing in on him. Um, he's a traitor. We have said this from the beginning. I've said this from the beginning. Anyone, anyone with eyes and a half a brain knows uh, what Trump is, has always known what he is. They knew that they, that's, that was, that's what was so depressing about his so-called election. Even though he wasn't elected, he didn't receive the majority of the votes. He didn't. He lost the election. Where, where on earth do you have a democratic society where the asshole who receives fewer votes gets to be the so-called president? And now that he's the so-called president by hooker and by crook, with the help of his, his master in, in Russia, um, because, uh, and all the rigging and the, and the dirty tricks that he engaged in to achieve the office. Um, He gets to use the office to get himself out of the crimes that he committed to get there? What What kind of screwed up system is this? That's not the system the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us, is it? That's what, what, that's what all those, those poor souls who went to their early cold graves who in Arlington National Cemetery, that's what they're lying there to pr- protect, supposedly? This asshole being able to um, grift his way into the presidency and use his office to cover his crimes? 
anyway, I don't think so. I hope not, at least, because that's even more depressing. I, I mean, it's depressing. The whole thing is depressing. The His so-called election was depressing, and also the knowledge that there's so many stupid people in this country that fall for it. You know what I mean? Do you think that we'd be smarter than that? A lot, the majority of us are, thankfully. We're smarter than that. That's our consolation prize. We can constantly look to that. But we need to heed this call to action, the fact that we have a traitor in the White House, and uh, rally to save democracy for the sake of all those those people who left their their last measure of devotion on battlefields all over the globe for us. So, um, anyway, guys, it's only five minutes in, and uh, my name is Tara Devil, and I didn't introduce myself. Um, like I said, we usually meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And then we're rebroadcast on Sunday, starting 6 p.m. on Progressive Voices, anytime on the Progressive Voices app. So uh, we have, I just want to do some um, promotion at this time. Guys, do me a favor. If you can, give the show a review on iTunes. It helps. It helps get us up in the ratings. So thank you. I see, I see that people are giving reviews. So thank you uh, and for taking the time. It means a lot. And I read your reviews, and it, and it it keeps me going. And um, what else? Uh, oh yeah, so we have a Patreon page. So and we also have a website. So when you're when you donate to RDT Daily, when you become a patron of RDT Daily, which which is Republican Dirty Tricks. That's uh, in 2009. I started Republican Dirty Tricks as my own personal soapbox. And it grew into what we have now. I'd like it to grow even more. And um, what we have a small crew of people that work on the site and write articles. So the more patrons we get, the more we can hire people to actually grow this thing. Because we don't have the Mercer family, like, the, like Breitbart, to buy us a townhouse in Washington, D.C. and staff it with budding baby fascists who will write lie-riddled, race-baiting articles to get idiots to vote for their own demise. We just have each other. And um, so we, as I say, we stick together, we win. That is the truth. So um, you could become a patron. There's different levels. You can do your own if you want. You can do your own donation. And so it helps. And it's not just to support this show. It's also to support... RDT Daily and to keep us in a, uh, to enable us to help uh, to write articles and produce the liberal content that is going to save this this country. Uh, that is how the American Revolution started. Okay, I always think about this. It started in whispers in tea shops with pamphlets where colonial with the, where the colonists dared to. To, th- to think about a world that wasn't in, uh, didn't, didn't revolve around the, if you can find a, an aristocracy, and now uh, what am I trying to say? And, uh, you know, a monarchy. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word, aristocracy, right? It w- that you needed a lord to serve, or 
So they, they, that's uh, where the American Revolution started it, with these pamphlets. And I really believe that we're, this is what we're doing is sort of like the modern update of that. We are the modern pamphleteers that uh, that's why they want us that's why they want to control the internet that's why they want to uh, take away net neutrality they want to take away our platform just like they took away the uh, the media now we have six media corporations that own the entire um, media in the country which is anti-democratic that we you, we used to have laws against the consolidation of media ownership for that reason because it's anti-democratic and it's and we and as a people we used to understand these things so we i i am hopeful that we're getting back to a place where the american people kind of are getting it they do they're starting to get it that we stick together we win that is the truth that we are the labor class the working class that we have more in common with each other than uh, of all races, rel religious affiliations and backgrounds, than we will ever have in common with the uh, likes of a Donald Trump and his Putin puppet oligarch friends. So uh, regardless, you want to meet that asshole for a beer? Go to a labor hall. Get involved with, uh, with your local Democratic Party. Oh. Please. Oh, God. I'm just thinking of Republicans and making I'm getting sick. Uh, you know, that's that's what I was saying. It's so that's what was so depressing about this uh, idiot being elected. Well, not elected. He wasn't elected, like I said, uh, being selected, grifting his way into the um, pr the so-called presidency was that there's we're we we have to work extra hard to overcome the idiocy in this country uh i mean there yeah there's a lot more of us but they have the microphones the the right wing have the they control they they control the media so they get these morons to get all worked up about bullshit caravans and start thinking that their enemies are the ones who are, uh, you know, a few rungs lower on the ladder. It, it's so, ugh, and they fall for it. That is what gets me going, that they fall for it. I, I, when I saw Trump do his, you know, come down that elevator and start off with the Mexicans, and also the fact that that first, his his speech, whatever he gave, that bam, that uh, babbling brook of moronity, if that's even a word, uh, and racism, that when he came down that escalator, and um, then it was, it came out as well that he had hired the people in the crowd that were cheering him to give the illusion. And that's what Republicans do. They they have been doing this for years, and it just came out as we as if you guys have been paying attention, and I'm sure you have because if you're listening to this show, you're generally informed. You're not just my show, other progressive shows. You're interested in politics, so you kind of know you know already that it's been uh, revealed that Michael Cohen. One of the things that he had to do for Twitter was. Um, give 
his um his assault on the working class of this country that cla- that that so-called average joe stamp of approval the seeming average joe stamp of approval by rigging polls and rigging um online uh making up fake accounts things like that on twitter making uh, as if there is a real groundswell for this moron and that's that just speaks volumes about who Trump is. But the Republican Party has been doing that for years. They've, that's what they do, because they don't have anything in reality to boast about. So they have, they've become masters at branding. And, and we always complain about the Democrats saying how, the, and they're frustrating, and they really are. And the corporate wing of the Democratic Party is as much to blame for what's going on now as uh, the Republican Party, in my opinion. But, you know, the um, they've been doing that for years, making fake AstroTurf groups that uh, hiring um, think tanks, re, uh, editing Wikipedia, um, because they have the money. They have um, the billionaires like the Mercer family to fund Breitbart and things like that. But that's not the only thing they do. Like the Koch brothers and NRA funded by now we know the Russian oligarchy. Um, They've been engaged in a psychological war against the American people to divide and conquer us. And they have been very successful. And Donald Trump is the result of that. And as you see what's going on, which is really depressing, right? That, the how we see how quickly a republic can die with the complicity of traitors because they don't uh, who who it's not just Donald Trump who is the traitor because they know he's a traitor they knew he was a traitor when they made him their standard bearer and they did it anyway and that's beyond comprehension who could have predicted that who could have even thought that uh, these flag-waving so-called patriots. They love America so much. Anyway, they don't love America. Uh, they're confused by America. They, they're greedy. They've never liked democracy. And the, they, um, their average Joe morons who follow them um, are very confused about what this America thing is supposed to be about because they are... Uh, they're not capable of um, living in, in a diverse, modern nation. They, it makes them very upset. They get scared. And they want a big daddy like Trump to save them from all the scary people who don't know their place, like the brown people coming in a caravan, supposedly. So now, um, so one of the things that Michael Cohen's, I mean, there's so many things going on. I'm sorry, I'm babbling all over the place, but... Um, one of the things that's going on is Michael Cohen um, uh, is came out and well, where is this article? Well, there's many things. Well, BuzzFeed came out and it uh, that uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Where is this BuzzFeed? Um, well, they're saying that this is the beginning of the end of Trump. That he that he directed. Michael Cohen to lie to Congress, which is a which is an impeachable offense. Of course he did. 
that they're all in on it. Now, and what have I been saying for, for forever? That it's the, the children, the, the Trump, the entire Trump um, so-called business. They're, they're not a business. It's a, it's a, they're a crime family. They're like the Sopranos. I mean, the Sopranos aren't real, but they're, they, I mean, who would have thought that a so-called president of the United States would go on Twitter and not only intimidate a witness against, uh, against, I guess, giving testimony like any, like any mob boss would do, but call him a rat. Use this language, the language of a mob boss. He doesn't understand. He doesn't. He has absolutely no shame because he's a traitor. He doesn't care. Um, it's all about him. He would sell his own mother to Kim Jong Un if it meant that he would have a couple more dollars in his pocket. Because that's all he cares about. He's a rapacious black hole of need. And as Rick what, Wilson said, he wrote a book. Said. Uh, titled Everything That Trump Touches Dies. Well, now he's got his greedy, pudgy, tiny fingers around the American body politic, and he's squeezing the life out of us. Um, will we be able to survive this? Not if Republicans have anything to say about it, because they're just as guilty. Now, what do we know that, they, that Trump has some... I mean, that Putin has something on Trump. And it may... I mean, I'm sure that there's a P-tape out there. I'm sure there is. That's besides the point. It doesn't matter because um, Putin um, doesn't have to really try to get Twitler to do his bidding. He wants to do it anyway. He's been begging Putin to be his best friend publicly for years. He even tweeted that. Can we be best friends? He, he begged Putin publicly on Twitter. He's got absolutely no dignity when it comes to an anti-democratic, authoritarian, America-hating dictator. And we ex that's the guy that these idiots who wear these red hats like a, like a badge of shame, really. They should be wearing them in shame. And one day, though, there will be shame. For those idiots they will they they that red hat will be as vilified as the swastika you mark these words it will we will look back on this time and hopefully i mean i guess now i'm sometimes i get i go back and forth because i'm like well this uh will come out better for this we people will see people will finally get that democracy has to be cultivated, that you need an educated populace, that you can't have Republican fascists in control, that you can't have these religious, these faux religious morons shoving their fake version of this twisted ass Jesus down our throats. I don't know what Jesus they're ever talking about, you know? It's a very sick and puny version of a, a, an all-powerful, all-knowing being that uh, wants to know if you're masturbating. Like, who cares? That, that's what they care. This is what Republicans are, you see. In all the mysteries of the universe, this vast, uh, never-ending, um, amazing place that we live in this, in this gift called life that is so precious 
to everyone that has it. For however few, however many days we have it, however long we have it, people will do anything to hold on to it. And they, this all-knowing, all-seeing being that knows all the mysteries of time and space wants to know whether two people who love each other have the appropriate combination of peepees. That's what Republicans, that's as big as Republicans are. That's as best, that's as good as it gets for them. So that, that kind of thinking doesn't mix with a modern nation. How do you expect for this country to do great things with the worst human beings on the planet leading us? You can't, it doesn't mix. It will not happen. With people like Trump and Pence and uh, Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan, all of them, all of these greedy ghouls, these, these sycophants, that they, uh, where, where would we go? We wouldn't, would, would we go to the moon with these morons? No. We need to have smart people in charge, people who know how to spell, people who understand history and democracy and understand what is at stake, what are our true history. This country was not created as a Judeo-Christian country. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the founders were products of their time, of course. They were, all, they were deists. They were all, uh, yeah, they had to bow down to this cloud spook. That was, that, it's, it's ridiculous um, to think that they would fight a revolution against a monarchy and an aristocracy that was intertwined with an intergener, uh, with a, um, I was going to say intergenerational aristocracy, yes, and the church that kept the people down for millennia to, to, to just make another version of that over here. When they created this, the system of government, the, a democracy, a democratically, what is it, a constitutionally limited democratic republic, um, as the antidote to the oppression that, uh, were, that people lived under for thousands of years. So you, where you'd have, you'd just uh, hit the lucky sperm club and uh, you fell into wealth and that was where you stayed. And the working class, that, well, you know what? They'll get their reward in heaven. And the church kept them in their place. It was all part of, uh, you know, a conspiracy of, uh, of oppression, really. So what do you think? That's why the Republicans want more church in our government. They want us to be oppressed. They, want, they don't want people smart and looking at them like they're morons, like the morons they are? Of course not. How else will they be able to steal and get power? How can they steal? Because these Republicans, and Trump especially, he is the, he's the poster child of, of inadequacy. And he, if he wasn't born into wealth and wasn't able to rig the game in his favor, where the hell would he be? He's not, he's not smart. He's not, he has no new ideas, neither do any of his children. They are all morons. And he thinks he's all about genes, you see. He thinks that that's why he's a bigot and a racist. I mean, he's, he's a disgusting human being. He thinks that 
human beings. He really does look at brown people as inferior. And that's why he wants you to look at them as inferiors as well. He wants us all to uh, rally around his, his, men his mental illness. But, and basically, this time in American history really is a, tr a trip through Trump's manias. That's what it is. It's, we're being dragged through the mind of a moron. And, uh, but you think, um, you know, he's not smart. He wouldn't, he would, he'd be at best a used car salesman. He wouldn't, even if he was in a crime family, he wouldn't be the boss. He, he would be, he would be, um, you know, he wouldn't be anything. He sucks. He, he has nothing to offer. What does he have to offer? He sucks. He, um, he's a succubus. He, he takes and takes and takes. I mean, you know he's bad in bed. On top of it, everything. He's a horrible person. He's never done anything other than appease himself. And the, I saw recently, it was over the holidays, when Twitler Jr., Don, Don Jr., who is another waste of human DNA, was telling this ha-ha, yuckety-yuck story about his, his father how how funny it was that that Twitler was regifting all the time that Donald Trump Jr. would get all uh, monogrammed regifts from Twitler. So somebody would give this moron a present that would have D D T on it, I guess, and because the idiot had his the, his, his uh, father's name. He, he would get the, the father would give him, you know, these re-gifts. And he thought that, oh, like, that's supposed to humanize him in our eyes? When I saw that, I was like, what a pathetic piece of wasted human life. This, it, it, I hate him even more. And it's not funny at all. It just goes to show you how much and how little, really, he thinks of not only other human beings, but his own son that he couldn't care less, that's what he does. The least effort on his part. That's not cute, Donald Trump Jr. That's why you're an, a moron. You would, you would think that one of, at least one of his kids would rebel, right? That they would um, not be assholes like their father. I don't know why, they, but because they're weak-minded, that's what it is, too. And... They learned at their father's knee, even that, that Ivanka moron. Everything, she's quaffed to within an inch of her life. That, that bitch is so groomed. I don't know. Uh, you go on her, her Instagram feed, you, it's blinding. And uh, that's what we're looking at here in this country. The uh, People are struggling. They, young, young girls struggle with the body image and... Uh, and they, we used to have uh, a, a first lady that recognized, you know, she said, hey, get fit, get, uh, and recognized when we had another first lady that was, worked on mental health, another one that worked on, um, what was, uh, uh, what do you call it, reading. <laughs> and then we have this idiot with his trophy wife number three and his, and his, uh, his tragically quaffed daughter out there they can't i mean they have like a photo shoot for their instagram feed and what does that make people feel 
that you got to constantly look at the and while while this uh, the American people are struggling and trying to make ends meet. And you got to look at this bitch with her blinding Instagram feed with all her uh, on a boat somewhere. And uh, because the uh, or, or like kissing her kids while uh, thousands of kids are uh, living in a cage because of the Republican Party. And uh, they're they're just horrible human beings because they they're clueless too. That's part of it. It's it's a part of being a sociopath where somebody like that that trophy wife number three would wear a coat that says I really don't care to a a scene of devastation. I really don't care. Do you? That's what you wear. A clueless bitch. All of them. Nothing to offer. Nothing. They have. They can't even use their platform. They're for good. They, of course, they use it to commit treason. They wanna. They wanna make another shitty hotel, so they'll sell out their entire country. That's the price of treason. That sound good. <laughs> what the hell was that? Did you hear Siri? Siri just, I don't know if you heard that. Siri just jumped up and said, that doesn't sound good. You ain't kidding, Siri. That's, that's fucked up, really. And this show is for mature audiences, please. I'm sorry for cursing. I don't really, I'm not really sorry. I'm just, I should stop it, though. My mother wouldn't be happy. So, okay, one of the things that, there's so many things I wanted to talk about. One is the family of separations that it just, let me just get into it. And the other is, I want to talk about Karen Pence. Well, we'll probably do that in the next hour. Um, and, but I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me early on Friday. And if you're new to, the, to this show, please um, come back next Saturday night. At, from 6 to 8 p.m. And and if you can't make it on Saturdays, it's re, this show is rebroadcast on Progressive Voices starting at 6 p.m. on Sundays. And then we're on GDPR Revolution 99, which is another great um, liberal radio station that you should bookmark and listen to their original programming. And also, what else? iTunes, SoundCloud, you know, all those stitches. Stitches. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. I'm waiting for that tweet from this. I meant Stitcher. And what else? What else? I live in, I've lived in New York my whole life. So I know I, I wish I, I was thinking today, I wish I had a nice accent. I heard some British person speaking and I thought that would be such a great accent to have. I got to sound like this, right? I got to sound like a friggin' soprano. But you got to love yourself, Right. That's what I got to work on it. I can't, I can't knock myself. We're all, you know, a lot of people will do it for you. I'll, you got to love yourself. What can you do? It's a waste of time not to. It really is. It's a waste of energy. All right. Um, but I wanted to talk about this, these monsters, these Republican monsters. It, it, the, the depth of their depravity goes, is bottomless. That's, the, I mean, it's beyond... The pale. I, uh, every day, I, when, when I, I remember the Bush presidency, George W. Bush, that was a monster show. That is, uh, filled with traitors, uh, uh, greed centered ghouls. The, the, 
the the same rogues gallery of Republican um, monsters, a real monster show. But this, this is something I never, ever could have imagined would happen to this country. Because you would think that along the way that there would be some patriots in the Republican Party, that they're not... Uh, somebody said this recently about um, Nixon, that he may have been a criminal, but he was our criminal. Trump is a criminal for Putin. Trump is a criminal for an anti-democratic dictator. Not just tr- Putin, but all dictators. He loves dictators. He loves authoritarian dictators. He hates democracy because he is inadequate. He cannot function in democracy. It takes a, somebody who's smart, like, like Obama, it, who came up from nothing, a single mom, went to school on his own merits, and rose up to the highest executive office in the land in this racist-ass country in spite of people like Donald Trump, in spite of racist morons like him, the constant attacks and criticisms, the uh, unfair un- or not, uh, and, and uh, abuse that that family took uh, again and again from these right-wing morons, these so-called Christians, the, the lies that never stop, the attacking his, uh, his Americanness, his, uh, his sexuality, um, his wife, his family, his kids, everything, his schooling. They don't attack Donald Trump, though, right? The, um, they don't attack him. When we have a history from the minute that idiot stepped into the public sphere of of nonstop conning and grifting and stiffing people and walking away with, with and leaving somebody else holding the bag and n- uh, never i mean what i guess he played a nice uh, he played a successful businessman on reality tv that's it that's about it and all of his life in new york we know him here in new york that's why new york didn't vote for him we know what a racist con man he is, a clown. But anyway, that's, who, that's the Republicans. They put that man in charge of them. That's, I mean, would you think that a Donald Trump would uh, get that far in the Democratic Party? No way. There'd be no way. That's one thing you could say about Democrats. As much as frustrating as they are, they are at least trying to govern. They, they do believe in democracy. They wouldn't let a, a complete moron take control of their party. I, I know um, I wouldn't follow somebody like that. Neither would you. So, all right. Uh, let me just... Uh, so today, Senator Merkley um, released a document showing that the Trump administration weighed targeting migrant families speeding up de- and speeding up deportation of children. So you have, so all of, of course, all along as, w- as uh, we've been inflicted, uh, afflicted with this asshole on a, on a daily basis, on a, on a constant basis, um, the lies where we're hearing how 
oh, we don't have a policy of separating children from their families. We, the, and also, oh, well, this is just a policy that we're enforcing now. It's a law that the, and the Obama administration did this as well. All lies, all of them. That Kirsten Nielsen, who I hate, that SS look in Ilsa of the SS bitch that comes out there and lies. That, and she's another reason why I get depressed. I look at somebody like her and I'm like, I'm like, come on, bitch. What? what? Don't you have any dignity? Do you have any concern about this country that you could just get out there and lie? They know they're lying. And this is, this is how you, when you see something like this and you think, oh, um, how can it happen here? It's happening here. That's how it's happening. That's how it happened in Nazi Germany. It happened there because you, ha- you, fi- you find a lot of accomplices to go along with it. They're going along with this con man. And that's just fine with them. They'll go out there and do his bidding. They'll lie for him. They'll ne- and, and now Sarah Sanders is, she's whining that she's having a hard time getting another job. Apparently she's leaving and she's had enough. I mean, I don't know how anybody who calls themselves a Christian. I mean, of course, they're, they are Huckabees after all. You talk about a family that, a bunch of freaks, a, a real freak show who where I mean, we talked about this before, and you probably know, one of the sons was a camp counselor who um, I got in trouble. I don't know. I'm not sure if he was arrested now that I'm speaking about it. But, they, uh, but for, for, for hanging a dog, a stray dog, isn't that nice? These are nice people. Um, that's, the, uh, that's the mark of a, of a serial killer, right? This is what you do for fun? You ha ah ha ha. Who? Why don't you ha- help that dog? You see a stray dog in distress. She, that was his excuse. He said that, um, as 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 I recall, he said, "Oh, the dog was in distress, and he was put it, he put it out of his misery by hanging it." No, if you see an animal in distress, normal, emotionally stable, non-moronic, non-sociopath actual Christians or just normal human beings who aren't wastes of DNA, of human DNA, would take that distressed animal to a veterinarian or, or, or a place to help it. You wouldn't just, you wouldn't hang it. So but that's why we have laws against people like that. So anyway, but that's Huckabee. This is the Huckabee family. Comb my family tree. Let's find find somebody who's done something like that. There, that only that's that's a disturbed family you're talking about. I mean, my family has problems. My mother was a nun. My father was a garbage man. But we uh, loved animals. I'm sure there were some gooses in there. Who knows? But I don't. I can't imagine any of them hanging a dog. What is wrong with these people? And then they call themselves Christians. And they get out there like Sarah Sanders and lie for a con man, a traitor and a con man every single day. And then she whines that she can't get a job. Oh, the liberals are after you, Sarah. No, it's just that there are standards in life, like the party of so-called personal responsibility. 
take responsibility. What you see, the world is your mirror, right? When you, if you don't like something, it, it, it's, it, it's, you don't break the mirror, you fix your face, right? So the world is constantly giving us feedback. And if she's getting the feedback that she can't get a job, that she better look at herself. Because the feedback is, we don't want to be associated with a bald-faced liar. So she should go to, like, Jerry Falwell University with the rest of the liars and the con artists. And that she'll probably get along just what fine. But in decent, normal society, of course she's going to be shunned. Nobody wants to be associated with the filthy, bald-faced, serial liar again and again and again. There is absolutely no positive for being associated with this so-called Trump administration. What is the, what's the upside? So you are able to lie for a, for a traitor? You did the bidding of a Putin puppet? That's your the claim to fame? Put that on your LinkedIn page. So anyway, uh, so Trump administrations. So oh, okay. So this is this is from a an article at KGW8. It's all over the place. I just happened to pull this one up. It's really from MS from uh, NBC News. But anyway, they because they've been lying to us all along. We knew that. How it's that's what's so um, anxiety uh, producing in general. That's why I have a constant knot in my stomach. It's not just the toothache that I have. It's that I. Uh, it's just being lied to all the time. We are a, a nation in perpetual PTSD from this, the uh, representatives, the so-called representatives of, the, of this country, especially Twitter. And I, I, I go back and forth because I, I get to the point where I'm like, I, you know what, we, should, we have to be careful what we wish for. Twitter is a monster. There is no getting around it. He's a traitor. He's a monster. He's a moron. He's a con man. He sucks. He, he smells. He sucks in bed. You know, I mean, the whole nine. He's a, a Putin puppet with a pension for sexual assault. I mean, on and on. Tiny hands, tiny mind, tiny e- ego, bruise, fragile baby, king baby, right? But um, if... We, we don't get rid of Pence, too. We're in big, big trouble. So um, Pence would be more palatable, but he would still, he would be as awful and horrific. So who's calling me? Why didn't I turn off my phone? Sorry about that, guys. Anyway, uh, so, but anyway, but... It comes to a point where our, we'll, we'll have to make that decision. I, P- Twitter is feeling the, the uh, sting of the lash. It's, it's coming. He knows impeach, impeachment is coming. That's why he's batting us around like a cat toy. And he's doing this speech tomorrow uh, in the Oval Office. He'll probably declare a national emergency because he's shut down the government for, over, for a month now, almost a month. Because he doesn't give a shit. And Nancy Pelosi, um, good on her for not negotiating with terrorists. That's what the Republicans have done. They have taken hostages of our fellow Americans. That's how little they think of the American people. They don't give a shit. These um, people, they're saying now, I was reading that most Americans, of course, we know, live check to check. And... 
they don't have enough savings to withstand an uh, an emergency of four hundred dollars, and these filthy bastards have put Amer- the American people into a a crisis again and again and again. Why? To appease Ann Coulter and Putin. Putin is laughing because he wants to destroy this country. And in fact, um, I think about uh, in history and Hitler um, in general, uh, uh, and specifically said that that the uh, American the American experiment in democracy would not last because we are too race, racially divided. Um, so that's one of the things, I mean, you, that's what Putin says too. They understand this. That's why they cultivate our racial discord. They don't want democracy to last. If the Republican party really cared about this country and loved this country as much as they pretend to, they wouldn't actively divide us along racial lines especially and along at any any division they they cultivate the fissures of divi- of division so the, if they really loved this country they would call they for unity and togetherness they would they would promote public education and things that would that um educate young people about about how precious democracy is and how and about getting along and when um people of color when black people say black lives matter they wouldn't yell all lives matter they would say what is it what what do you mean let's have this conversation let they would be able to confront our racist ass history like we need to in order to move forward as a as a functioning republic we have to have this this conversation. Instead, they stick their fingers in their ears, chant USA, USA, USA. They don't want to have that conversation. They they want to suck their bigotry like a baby sucking on their binkies. That's what they do. And that's what and Republicans the the leadership of the Republican Party actively encourages that. So this um today twitler was tweeting that there's a new caravan coming the caravan's coming another one's coming and he's saying he's giving a major speech about and by the time this airs uh tomorrow and on progressive voices and gdpr this will have already occurred i don't know what has i don't know what he's done probably declared an emergency or something who knows but uh only because he he knows he's getting hammered in the polls that's all he gives a shit about he doesn't care what is actually happening he he doesn't want to be president he wants to be a pundit that's what he does he want he he wants to go on twitter he likes to, uh to comment on things he doesn't really he wants people to kiss his ass of course right but he doesn't want the job. He doesn't like it. That's why he doesn't care. He doesn't really want anything to function. That's why he he will. Uh, of course, he says he'll close the government for a uh, for a year or whatever it takes. For what? He's not negotiating. He's uh, oh, he wants Nancy Pelosi to come to the table. She came to the table. He banged on it and went bye bye. I'm a baby. Boo boo! I got a boom boom in my poo poo. 
and he stormed out like a big king baby piece of wasted human DNA that he is. So um, it's not a negotiation. If he says, I want my wall, and, and there's no reason for a wall, the only reason he wants it is because he promised it, because it was some kind of uh, device for him to remember to attack immigrants in the nation of immigrants that he supposedly loves. And uh, so that he, um, he's, he's not negotiating. It's a demand. He's, not, he's a shitty deal maker. That's the other thing. He, um, they talk about this is, he's the art of the deal. Donald Trump is a master deal maker. I keep hearing these Republicans on, in the media talking about Donald Trump is a great deal maker. He's a master deal maker. This is what he loves. He loves making deals. What effing deals? He sucks at making deals. That's why he went bankrupt six times. And his daddy had to bail him out. That's why he needed his daddy to turn over his will. That's why he was trying to grift his father out of more money to make sure when his father died, he could still suck on his father's estate like a lamprey because he can't make his own money because he sucks at business. He's a horrible person on all levels. He is a fraud. Everything about him is fraud. So they, uh, <clears throat> anyway, um, what was I going to say? So they uh, attacking the, the, the caravan is coming now. Another caravan. He wants, and he says it's a humanitarian crisis, right? So he's like, oh, a caravan is coming. And I don't know if you saw his Twitter feed. This is Friday. I'm recording this show. And on Friday, he's tweeting out, America first, all caps. Make America great again, all caps. Just, it's like random brain farts of, the, of, uh, uh, of a deluded, panicked Putin puppet. Um, I've never seen the Republican Party so united. No cave on the issue of border and national security. Building a wall is not about national security, but it doesn't matter. We can say that over and over and over. We can, it's a waste of our breath. It's, it's a, as it is a waste of money. Why would you pour, pour money? There's never enough money for actual humanitarian things, but we got to make a wall. So he says a caravan is coming. So, and what's in this caravan? Accord, according to Twitler, it's, uh, it's gangs and drugs. And, and we know that's a lie. And, of course, uh, the, uh, the uh, amount of people coming across the border, the southern border, ha is at a historic low. This asshole gets on TV to panic the American people. Never before in the history of the country has an American president gone on TV to create a crisis, to scare the American people. He's, we've had presidents go on television to calm the public, to uh, unify the public, never to scare the public. Never. That's how much Republicans hate this country, and, and they need to own Trump. He, when he goes to prison, God help us, please, um, the Republican Party cannot detach themselves from the monster that they unleashed in this country. So uh, he's talking about a humanitarian crisis. So, so because he wants to speak the language of 
normal people. He understands because he heard he overheard in an elevator once or twice. Uh, normal, emotionally stable, non-sociopaths speaking with empathy. So he tries to mimic that, and he says, oh, there's a humanitarian crisis. Only a freak responds to a humanitarian crisis by building a wall. That's your response? You cowardly disgrace, you traitor. Why don't you go to Russia already? Get the F out of this country and go to Russia. And you could sit at Putin's knee and he can regale you with tales of all the journalists he's murdered. And you could laugh and you can get some whores in and they could pee on you. That's what you want. You could get, and your wife, she's getting a little old there. She's a little tired. Uh, Father time is marching on. No one escapes. So maybe it's time to up, upgrade. You could find a nice little Russian bride, take care of you, make you feel like a man. Uh, tell you that oh you're so you're so successful, and then you're you you know I mean you make as many hotels as you want, all your shitty hotels. That's what that's what this president, this so-called president, has sold out this country for an effing crappy gilded fauceted gilded toilet hotel. In Russia, it's a, you talk about disgrace. That's why Trump is always like, this is a disgrace. It's a disgrace. This is a disgrace. Uh, another big caravan heading our way. Very hard to stop without a wall. Well, if a, what caravan? It's a, it's a humanitarian crisis of their making, of the Republican making. And according to this memo, as I keep going off on and getting distracted, but... That's the show. It's it really should be called tangents, really. Um, but it's so this memo was leaked because so, there are human beings who who are unfortunately ha- find themselves working for this monster, and they that's why there's so many leaks coming out of this White House because there are normal people here. There are normal people working. Well, I mean, I guess the Trump, the Twitlers, and the uh, the freaks in the Republican Party would call that the deep state. These are Americans who are who who want to actually make this country work for all work, uh, have a decent something to be proud of, in the eyes of the world. Not you know not um something that looks uh, uh like Trump University, but so as these Republican monsters were fanning out all over the media saying that, oh, we don't have, there is not a policy of separating parents and their children. Um, this memo that was leaked by, uh, by a whistleblower um, and released by Senator Merkley to the, to the American people, because we need to know what's going on, just how, how low the Republicans go, that um, that that cruelty was their policy. This is what they have turned us into. What does it say on the base of the Statue of Liberty? Bring me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses, yearning to breathe free. I lift my lamp of, uh, uh, on uh, across your golden door or something like that. Um, that is... That that's what we want to be. Do we want to be that, or do we want to be? Let's build a wall. 
when we have a humanitarian crisis? Do we have we, we want to be this where they they've separated children and parents to traumatize the children, and then they wanted to um, have the media report it because they wanted that as a deterrent. They knew it would be a deterrent. The cruelty was their policy. That's as good as it gets with Republicans. Of course cruelty is their policy. These are people that celebrated kicking millions of Americans off health care. These are people who are right now holding American paychecks hostage. You got people living paycheck to paycheck, workers uh, and contractors, because that's the new American reality, where you don't, you're not a real employee, you're a contractor, you have no rights, you could just get kicked off anytime and that's it, they, you, don't, uh, you have no benefits, no, no job security, and that's the way Republicans like it, but they, uh, th- th- you, they're holding our fellow Americans hostage for this boondoggle for no good reason, for no reason other than Ann Coulter isn't happy. Fox News isn't didn't like that Twitler um, only got like a million dollars for his bullshit project. And um, good for Nancy Pelosi. You cannot negotiate with terrorists. There, this is not a negotiation. It's a demand. He wants his little wall, and we we're, we're all supposed to acquiesce to him. Um, and these people are being, that's all, all they are, are hostages. How he wants to know, um, how long the, the Democratic Party can watch people suffer. Cause tr- Trump can watch, uh, Americans suffer from sun up to sun down and not give a shit. He'll be sitting there eating ice cream and ordering up burgers. Um, and so, and, and he's a liar, of course, too. I mean, what else is new? So it says, uh, according to this article, um, the, it's, well, it says the draft plan was provided to NBC News uh, by the office of Senator Merkley, and it was leaked by a government whistleblower. In the draft memo called Policy Options to Re- Respond to Border sur- Surge of Illegal Immigration, and it's not illegal. That's the other thing that they're lying about. These are asylum seekers. They have the legal right to, as- to seek asylum, to flee their war-torn states that we helped create and try to live, try to find a better place to live. They have that right. They, can, they are submitting themselves to the authorities for to have a day in court that's we're part of uh, an international treaty that says we have to abide by that they're not illegal immigrants but it doesn't matter the truth doesn't really matter in this situation and a uh, number of undocumented immigrants seeking to cross the border was near a historic monthly lows uh, the document was circulated between high-level dhs and justice department officials uh, let's see. The plan and the comments written in the margins provide a window into a policy discussion th- uh, uh, at the time of how far officials were willing to go to deter families seeking asylum and what they may still be considering. In one comment, the Justice Department official suggests that Custom and Border Protection could see that children who have been separated 
from their parents would be denied an asylum hearing before an immigration judge, and which is typically awarded to children who arrive at the border alone. Instead, the entire family would be given an order of expedited removal and then separated, placing the child in the care of HHS in the U.S. Marshal's custody while both await deportation. If CHP issues the expedited removal for the entire family unit, places the parents in the custody of the U.S. Marshal, and then places the minors with HHS, it would seem that DHS could work with HHS to actually repatriate and deport the minors then. It would take coordination in the home countries, of course, but that doesn't seem like too much of a cost to pay. This is what, the, what they're writing. Um, it's unclear from the official comment whether the government plan on reunifying children with, <laughs> with their parents before they were deported. Uh, it appears that they wanted to have it both ways, to separate children from their parents, but deny them the full protections generally awarded to accompany children. I mean, these are horrible human beings. Uh, the, you want to think about the banality of evil? That's what we're looking at here. These, uh, these so-called Americans who want to make America great. Is that, a, is that a great country that traumatizes children? The most vulnerable people. That's, that's the Republican Party for you. That is why they are unfit to govern and must be relegated to permanent minority status if this country ever has a shot of getting any dignity uh, or um, morality any, or any greatness, if we have a chance at greatness, it is to get the Republicans back in their place. Republicans like hierarchy. They need to understand that they're incapable, just like we don't give kids we 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 don't we don't give kids the keys to the car until they're mature enough, right? You got to be you know, we're not letting nine-year-olds drive because why? They you have to have a level of maturity, um, and I guess by experience we understand that when nine-year-olds get behind the wheel, there's a lot of destruction that happens. So you need an adult. You, uh, there has to be adult supervision. It's the same with the Republican Party. What have they done? Look at what they've done with power. They kick people off health care. They separate children from parents. They, uh, people aren't getting paid. They order uh, people back to work without paychecks. That's, a, that's Donald Trump's America. Just like those who were unfortunate enough to have to work with him, with, that he's stiffed. We're all in Trump University now. I, I hate to tell you. All right, guys. So it's 9 o'clock. Well, well, it is half of whatever. How do you say that? The show is halfway over. It's not 9 o'clock usually. What do I know what time it is when you're listening to this or watching this? Right now, as I'm recording, we have like an hour left. So I'm going to take a break very quickly to uh, make a cup of coffee. And so we, we're going to play the... Um, Green News Report with Brad and Desi and um, Labor History with Rick Smith. And so it's about eight minutes and it is a new one for the past couple of weeks. I had trouble with my machine. I wasn't able to refresh 
the uh, new the mid mid break movies or mid break breaks or whatever you call it whatever who cares it's uh, it's a new one guys so I will my name is Tara Devlin thank you for listening every week and hanging out with me on this special Friday night version of Tara Buster and uh, I will see you in about eight minutes all right. Now, the top of the hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn presents the Green News Report. While we were out. There were toilets overflowing, littering, cars parking off-road. Government shutdown impacting national parks and federal scientific research. Trump EPA launched another serious attack on public health. Plus, we must also face the existential threat of our time. The new Democratic House majority pledged to act on our climate crisis. All of those crises and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We can turn this ship in the way we want to go, man. Towards love, creating a healthy planet for all of us. The dude abides. Man, this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, just to make it clear, that was Jeff Bridges at the Golden Globes in our snarky comment there. Yes. Talking about turning around this ship, as in this boat on the water, just to be clear in case there was any questions about what he said. Good point. Uh, While we were out, a whole lot of stuff seems to have happened in the green world. you got a lot to catch up with in six minutes. <laughs> Indeed. National Parks advocacy groups say the Trump administration's decision to keep some national parks open with little or no staff during the shutdown of the federal government could lead to permanent irreversible damage to public assets and serious loss of revenue. No one is collecting entrance fees at national parks or enforcing regulations that protect the parks and its visitors. No one is collecting trash. Bathrooms are overflowing, except where local volunteers have stepped in. Yeah, it's been local folks, uh, contractors who are pitching in, buying toilet paper, cleaning out latrines. It should not happen this way. Even parts of Yosemite National Park had to be shut down because visitors were using the roadside as a toilet. The government shutdown is also taking a toll on science and research as well. Many government scientists' work has been halted because they are barred from doing research or participating in official activities during the shutdown. At the annual Meteorological Society conference in Phoenix this week, many studies on climate and weather had to be withdrawn because National Weather Service and NOAA scientists are barred from attending. Barred from attending? We're talking about hundreds of scientists who are not allowed to go because of the shutdown? Right. But there are some bright spots. The ongoing shutdown is also delaying controversial oil and gas exploration in the Alaska National Wildlife Refuge. And it's also preventing federal agencies from approving permits for oil and gas pipelines and oil industry seismic testing in the ocean that harms marine life. Well, isn't that just like you, finding an upside? Well, there's no upside here. In one of the 
the last official acts before suspending operations, the Trump Environmental Protection Agency formally proposed to change how it calculates the health benefits of reducing toxic mercury emissions from coal-fired power plants. The Trump EPA wants to eliminate the benefit part of its cost-benefit analysis of the impacts of regulations, like the health benefit of people not being poisoned by mercury. By not calculating the public health benefits, the Trump EPA can claim that the mercury and air toxic standard is too costly to industry to justify. Now, the utility industry has asked the Trump EPA to leave the rule in place. However, the Trump administration can also potentially use the new calculation to justify rolling back other public health rules that it deems not worth the cost and constrain future pollution regulations. Bottom line, more dangerous mercury in our air and water because the Trump administration just wants it that way? Yep. The proposal is now up for public comment at regulations.gov and will likely be challenged in court. Good. But some good news. Democrats in governorships around the country and the new majority in the U.S. House of Representatives are taking action to protect public health. As one of her first acts, Michigan's new Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer signed an executive order requiring state officials to immediately report health and safety threats. Officials with the previous administration of Republican Governor Rick Snyder failed to do so. So, as evidence mounted that Flint's water was contaminated with lead. Finally, new Democratic House Speaker Nancy Pelosi received a standing ovation during her opening address when she promised, as Speaker, to use the new Democratic House majority to address climate change. We must also face the existential threat of our time, the climate crisis, a crisis manifested in natural disasters of epic proportions. The entire Congress must work to put an end to the inaction and denial of science that threaten the planet and the future. It is a security decision to keep us all safe and a moral decision to be good stewards of God's creation. Environmental groups are a bit disappointed that Pelosi's new House Select Committee on the Climate Crisis lacks subpoena power and an explicit mandate to develop legislation for a proposed Green New Deal, But hey, it's a start. For much more on all of these stories and on the Green New Deal, should it ever happen, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us planetwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Please help progressive voices support the Green News Report by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate. I'm Rick Smith, and this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history, the year was 1937. That was the day workers at the Kent Avenue power plant in New York City struck at Brooklyn Manhattan Transit. The power plant served as the sole source of electrical power for the entire New York City subway system. Transport Workers Local Union 100 had been trying to beat back the company's push to form a company union through an educational organizing drive there. Out of the 505 workers at the plant, only 35 were TWU members. On this day, two boiler room engineers with 10 years on the job each were fired for their union activity and given three minutes to leave the plant. Inspired by the Flint sit-down strike, then still in progress, TWU President Mike Quill called for a sit-down to protest the dismissals. 
31 workers locked themselves in, and Quill announced that if the two fired workers were not reinstated by 6 a.m. the next morning, all switches would be pulled, shutting down the entire transit system. He insisted that the BMT had long abused its workforce and was in violation of the new Wagner Act. Newspaper headlines screamed of a worker's insurrection at the power plant, and the BMT quickly called in company goons to threaten the hundreds of picketers surrounding the plant. Workers stood their ground and prevented strike-breaking forces from breaking through the barricaded entrances. They organized food brigades and gained support even from the newspaper reporters who helped with food deliveries. By 5.30 a.m. the next morning, the BMT gave in to the demands of Quill and the TWU and reinstated the fired workers. Impressed by the victory of the job action, the power plant was fully organized within two days. Labor History in Two brought to you by the Illinois Labor History Society and The Rick Smith Show. For more information, go to laborhistoryin2.com. All right, guys, thanks. Welcome back. I, my name is Tara Devlin, and this is a Friday night Tara Buster because I got to go to the dentist tomorrow. So if you're listening on Progressive Voices, it doesn't matter. It's the same time. You listen every week from 6 to 8. But unfortunately, um, we're not able to record tomorrow because I'm not sure what what uh state my mouth is going to be in so there uh i have a toothache in my back tooth i don't know if i blew a my one of my fillings fell out or something but my dentist is seeing me um, uh, on an emergency tomorrow and so i don't know what what's what's going to happen so i figured i better record today and uh it is going to you never know what's going to happen so by by saturday night this show is probably going to be old hat at that point because Twitler's coming out on three at three p.m. and giving a major speech. Can you imagine this? Um, think about this. We have a con man. A con man is going to address the American people from the Oval Office at three p.m. tomorrow. A, a con man, a literal con man, someone who sold vitamins. Non-FDA-approved vitamins called the Trump Network. A scam, a scammer, a multi-level marketing scammer is going to address us. The so-called great exceptional nation is going to be addressed by a con man who couldn't pay contractors. Someone who judged beauty pageants in Russia, who um, is, a, is, is, is a puppet of a foreign dictator who had to pay uh, this uh, Liberty, what is it? Is it Falwell's University? Liberty University uh, pay, to pay con men, other con men, to, to, to like him in a poll. That's how little and petty he is. Don't, never mind actually doing things that would get you the accolades you so desperately demand and want. Never mind really being a man of the people or really being a decent human being. Let's, they, they pour all their energy into faking it, to making people think they're decent human beings, that people like them. 
that they're getting the that they're the, all this populist appeal. That's I mean that th that goes to show you who the hell they are because they are grifters, all of them. So Michael Cohen is coming out. He's trying to redeem himself after being a thug. And when I hear on television or wherever they talk about Michael Cohen, his fixer, Trump's fixer, wh who the hell is he, Ray Donovan? Well, who needs a fixer? Where? What the hell is this? You need a fixer? This is a guy who paid off porn stars for this great evangelical hero. That's Donald Trump. Uh, surrounded himself, his inner circle. They're not, it's not like FDR's brain trust where smart people got together and they discussed society, how to make a civilization that works for all. We got a bunch of grifters getting together, figuring out the next scam. That's Donald Trump and his inner circle. And they consist of his, his daughter, his useless sons, his trophy wife, number three, and Michael Cohen. A fixer? That guy. Now, um, when, so Michael Cohen's coming out because he's, he got burned by Trump. And Trump, they're attacking each other, which is wonderful. And Trump is calling him a rat and, because that's normal. And, uh, uh, but I don't know if you guys remember. I was just going to play this recording of this is who Michael Cohen is. Let, let's not forget who he is. Because he um, he he thinks he's a he thinks he's a he's a thug. Um, that's this is who Trump hired to fix things. And how does he fix things? He go he gets on uh, on the phone and calls reporters and threatens them like a thug. He's 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 clearly seen too many episodes of The Sopranos or whatever The Godfather. So. Um, yeah, this is Michael Cohen threatening a uh, a reporter. Talking about Donald Trump. Talking about the front runner for the GOP presidential candidate, as well as private individual who never raised anybody, and of course understands that the, by the very definition. Did you hear that? Michael Cohen says you can't rape your spouse. So because the, the guy was going to write that Ivana Trump had said that Trump raped her. And uh, but I'll just I don't want to play the whole thing because it's seven minutes long. We don't really need to see it or hear it. Uh, let's let me just fast forward a little bit to the end. This is this is Donald Trump's inner circle, the uh, bunch of thugs, and, and not very smart ones either. So that's the best he's got. I'm gonna threaten you. The, Donald Trump is famous for threatening lawsuits. How many lawsuits have has Donald Trump 
filed against the accusers. Remember how many women came forward and said that Donald Trump sexually abused them or harassed them or attacked them? They And Donald Trump, during the campaign, said he was going to file suits against all of them. How many suits has Donald Trump filed? Zero. Because he is a prowler. That's what he is. He's a sexual predator. Because it's his world, we just live in it. Now, how much longer are we going to take it? How much longer are we going to allow this Putin puppet grifter, traitor, to drag us through his manias? Now, tomorrow, he's going to talk about a... uh, a, a, a shutdown, I suppose. He's got a major announcement. It's sort of like a, he's winning a major award, right? On this, what it reminds me of the Christmas story. Major, we got a major award. He's going to give a major announcement. That's what he is. It's like that guy in that movie, The Christmas Story, where he says, "I won a major award," and it was this ugly lamp leg, that with uh, a leg uh, with a lampshade on top, and. Um, he thought it was great because he won this major award. That's, that is really Trump. And with his hamburgers, when he invited a, uh, a team, I don't remember the team or whatever, uh, to celebrate in the White House, that uh, he bought them out of his own pocket, of course, this is what he says. Like, it must have really pained him. Because why would you buy something decent for other human beings? He bought them a bunch of shit that he eats, high cholesterol, crappy food, McDonald's. This, uh, it's a joke. It's a disgrace, really. And so, anyway, um, that's who Donald Trump is. This low-brow, low-class, no, no, um, he's, no dignity. Um, why use your platform to spread healthy living or... But anyway, it doesn't matter. He's he's debased the not just the office of the presidency, the entire country. We are deba- we are the laughing stock of the world right now. Uh, somebody was saying I heard I think on Tom Hartman's show somebody from New Zealand called in and said that in New Zealand they every day they have a Trump on on television they they'll have a Trump uh, blooper every single day so. They'll have a sports blooper and a Trump blooper. This is what Donald Trump has done to us. He has made us the laughing stock of the entire world. So, um, anyway, so uh, that's who Donald Trump hires as a fixer. The best he can do is not, he's not Ray Donovan, this guy. You know, I don't know if you guys have seen Ray Donovan. This is a guy who is obviously another thug, a gangster, but he's very successful at it, and he's not a moron. But, uh, but Michael Cohen, he, that's the best he's got, to get on the phone and threaten somebody and say, uh, you don't know what I can do to you. You better... I, I mean, a, and an idiot who thinks, who doesn't understand that, yeah, you can rape your spouse, asshole. This is... Where the hell are we living? Let's make America great. Drag us back to times best left in the dung pile of history. So, um, but that's what Republicans want, you know. They, would, they love to be able to rape their wives, just like Jesus told them, right? As long as it's a vagina and a penis, it, Jesus is all in. So, um, 
speaking of Karen Pence, this is what I wanted to talk about this as well, because um, this is another reason why you don't put Republicans in charge of a modern nation. You don't give them power. They need to be the minority, a permanent minority. Let them be like, you know, in other countries, I wish we had a, pol- a parliamentary system like in other countries where you'd have like a handful of fascists and handful of communists. Uh, that's what the Republican Party needs to be. They need to be a little, like a handful, little, a, a, just an annoying cabal of morons that, that you just got to tolerate. But you don't, for the life of you, for the sake of decency and your nation, you don't give them power, real power. Not at all. Look at what they've done. So... Karen Pence um, is a f- one of these faux Christians. It's just like Mike Pence. I mean, they're all fakers. Like uh, Jerry Falwell and his... Jelly- Jerry Falwell Jr., we talked about this last week, he had a pool boy. They're, they're all, they all got some kind of sickness about them. And I'm not saying that having a pool boy is a sickness. I, I'm saying that you're a hypocrite. That's your sickness, to go out and be a hateful bigot and then turn around and give a million dollars to a pool boy for some mysterious reason. It's a little bit suspicious, of course, but it's also it also makes you a big hypocrite uh, because you're attacking the very thing that you hate in yourself, most likely. It's Freud would have a field day. If only the... That's why I can't stand that, they're, that Republicans attack Obamacare because these people need it the most. They need to get help for their manias. Uh, they, God help us if Stockholm Syndrome is a pre-existing condition again. Help us. Uh, they need to go and get therapy for their manias. That's what I wish that Republicans would just simply get the help that they so desperately need rather than inflict it on decent, normal society. A normal civilization of, of diverse human beings who want to live in harmony and do great things like go to the moon together and have a functioning middle class and, actu- and maybe get paid for the work that they do. That would be great. And who understand that government has a, has a place. We are government. That's, we form together in government. That's government. The government that the founders entrusted to us. That's what Donald Trump has shut down. So um, it, it serves a purpose. We, they, we need our food inspected. We need to fly in a safe manner. We need inspections. There needs to be regulations. There need to be standards. What kind of, what is this? Some backwater shithole? No. I mean, that's what Donald Trump would like. They would love that. Because they think they, would, they could disappear behind the walls of their gated communities and come out and grift a couple of more bucks out of the suckers. That's what they, that is all that they can offer this country. You want uh, a great country? Don't look to Republicans. You don't ha- and you don't have to look very far to figure out what they're going to do to us. Look at Russia. Look at Pakistan. That is the, re- the end game. An oligarchy, concentrated wealth, no social safety net, no government schools, not- uh, uh, nothing. No, um, 
nothing. No safe social safety. I said that already. No uh, women will know their place. Gays in the closet. The rich get richer, and everybody else fights for the scraps amongst themselves. That is, that's the Republican way. And then the uh, Republicans, Twitter, can sit in their ivory tower and send out hits on journalists. That's what they, that's the Republican endgame. So, Karen Pence is a believing Christian woman. She took a part-time job as a, at a private Christian school. And this, believe it or not, is not a scandal. Don't believe me? Her job has already merited not just one, but two critical Washington Post stories. But there is the obligatory CNN report, accompanied by a piece of commentary that argues the school is like a real-life setting for The Handmaid's Tale. Sounds terrible. Um, this is, a, a just before I continue, I want to preface this. This is an article written in the National Review by this guy, David French, who annoyed the crap out of me today. And I saw him on MSNBC, and it really pissed me off. So um, he's writing in, um, in defense of Karen Pence because she's, she took a, a job. She's, she's at a school that basically, let me see. Let me look this up here. She's at a school that is that's, that is a, is a gay bashing school. I mean, they call themselves Christians. I don't know what what is what is with these Republican Christians, so-called Christians. It is where gay bashing is their only sacrament. That's about it. Uh, that's the only the only holy obligation is hating gays. They don't they anything that that actual. Uh, socialist hippie who wandered the desert with uh, 12 guys, anything that he actually said is nothing that they adhere to, but it's only hating gays. That's, that is in direct proportion to how religious they assume themselves to be, is how much they hate gays. And so this guy, I saw him on MSNBC, was, they were debating this Karen Pence because it said, um, it said, Karen Pence, the second lady of the United States, uh, returned to teaching this week, accepting a part-time position at a private Christian school that does not allow gay students and requires employees to affirm that marriage should only be between a man and a woman. And uh, they also attack transgendered human beings because, you know, they don't like peepees. Like, it makes them very uh, weird. They feel weird about people's peepees. They're really obsessed with what kind of peepee you have, where you're, where you're going to the bathroom with that peepee. Um, are you dressing appropriately for the peepee? They're, they can't uh, just live and let live. Forget that. They need to know what's going on with your peepee. Are you, are you honoring the peepee appropriately enough? And they don't, that's how ignorant they are. And they're very infantile, which is why they have a giant baby as a president, as a so-called president. But they, they, uh, they don't understand that your sexuality or sec or your sexual orientation is not in your peepee. It's in your brain. So some people are born where their peepee doesn't match their brain and they have the courage, those human beings, some of them have the, they actually have the courage 
to 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 grab whatever happiness they can out of this life and try to live an authentic life. They have the courage to do that in spite of the freaks like Karen Pence and Mike Pence bashing them with their fake version of Jesus. See, because those human beings, those transgendered human beings, have something that Republicans will never have, which is courage. They have... They're cowards. Republicans are cowards, ultimately, because look at look at them. Look at their know them by their fruits as their fake. Well, not the fake Jesus, but as Jesus said or whatever. One of them said, Uh, but it doesn't matter. Know them. You want to know them? Know them by their fruits. What are their fruits? They they kick down on the vulnerable. They attack those who can't fight back. They never stand up for the underdog. They, they uh, kiss up to the powerful. Uh, they, they're the ultimate sycophants. They, they, and they, uh, you know, it takes courage to stick up for underdogs and fight for the vulnerable and have a heart, right? And it also takes courage to, to um, get the hell out of other people's lives. Let, let others live. Let them live, for God's sakes. What the hell do they care? With uh, if somebody wants to um, transition, what the what does it matter to F and Karen Pence, that bitch? So she loves Jesus so much. Shut the fuck up and go visit somebody in prison. Like he instructed you, you fake, phony, whiny little. Uh, Christian so um while before I go on further let me just play with because I uh I took this guy I took a clip of this guy who annoyed the hell out of me this David French he I'll just play his he was on MSNBC and I'll just play his little interview well where is it here we go. David you you write that reporting on the school's uh, policy is quote Christianity 101 I read your piece um, explain that for us. Yeah, this is orthodox Christian sexual morality that has existed within the Christian faith for 2,000 years. And I'm going to respectfully disagree and say this is not going to be a thing of the past. It's going to exist for another 2,000 years. This is essential Christian teaching that says sexual activity is reserved for a marriage between a man and, and marriage is between a man and a woman. This again, this is Karen Pence is a believing Christian woman. Uh, and she is teaching at a Christian ministry. Christian ministries exist like this by the tens of thousands across the United States. Uh, my kids went to a school like this. I attended a college like this. I've been on a school board of a school like this. This is Orthodox Christian theology. It is not hateful. It is not bigoted. It is an expression of a belief in a, a high belief in the authority of Scripture and a belief that God has outlined the best form of sexuality for all of us. Can you, uh, David, can you, I, I want to be very careful, I want to choose my words very carefully here. Is it, is it possible, um, understanding your position here, being affiliated with these kinds of schools, can you endorse a school like this and, and still rear children who are uh, open-minded? Can you, can you send your kid to a school like this without that child believing that it's okay to discriminate against gay people? 
Well, not only can you, I mean, those are my kids. My kids are believing Christians who love people, who love all people. And Jesus Christ loves all people. This is not an issue of bigotry or hate. There are some Christians who are bigoted. There's no question about that. But the, these beliefs are not an issue of bigotry or hate. They are an issue of what is true, what is eternally true, what is best for human flourishing as designed by our Creator. That's what's the issue. And we can have a disagreement on that. And look, I vigorously defend the rights of people disagree with me about this and to form schools and to attend schools and to have exclusive rules as to who can attend those schools, people who believe beliefs that are different from mine. That's what a pluralistic society is about. We disagree about that. I think the problem I have with a lot of the criticism of Karen Pence is the presumption that it is about bigotry that what she's doing is about bigotry as opposed to what she is doing is about belief that is sincere and loving. Really? So being a, being a gay basher is about love. And when I watched this, I thought, this is, ex this is the same argument that the Nazis would, would argue against, their, uh, against the Jews and, they, and in defense of their anti-human abhorrent uh, policies of of death, they could they thought that they were behaving in an act of love of country. This is how they justified murdering six million Jews, gypsies, gays, and whoever else got in their way. The, uh, by love, they didn't hate the Jews. They didn't hate their uh, communists or the labor unions or the uh, those who questioned their their authority they loved germany they were acting out of love when they put bullets into the brains of babies uh, they did that out of an act of love i i i recently read a book all about and that was one of the th it was it was called what was it called it was called ordinary men and it was about the how these uh, Polish reserve police officers uh, committed such heinous acts of of, of uh, atrocities or or uh, against the Polish p Jews because they weren't they weren't members of the Nazi Party they were just the reserve officers reserve police that's what, and they were tasked with rounding up segments of the population and murdering them that's what they did and this book was is, was an exploration of how uh, of these men these were ordinary people and that's the, i mean hence the title and in and i specifically remember in that book they justified that the those uh, interviewing these men they justified their actions by love of country. This is what they thought. They weren't, it wasn't that they were harming other human beings. They were displaying the ultimate acts of love for the, the world that they were creating, for their children, for the, the future generations, by getting rid of the vermin. You see what I'm saying? And that's what this this effing guy. Now, why is it that Republicans and right-wingers and faux Christian, like, like, uh, like Mike Pence and Karen Pence, why do they always sound like Nazis? That, why do they have the same arguments as these, of the, as the worst brutal 
uh, monsters in history. They're the, why do they have to use the same words? Why? Because it's the same. Human beings don't haven't evolved that much. We're all the same. That's why I love I love history. I love movies about history. I like uh, watching historical you know fiction and whatnot because it re- and it's all the same. People are the same. Times change. The clothes change. The circumstances change. But human beings are the same. So to hear that guy defend Karen Pence, her homophobia. Now, she is the first, uh, the second lady in a country of 320 million diverse people, some of whom are gay. And that bitch has the nerve to, to get up in this school that demands an oath from other human beings to, to dehumanize other human beings as less than, as, le- as, as separated from the divine. What, where do we go from there? How far, how many steps from that mindset to, the, uh, to a genocide? How is that okay? What would it be? Uh, uh, is it okay because it's gay? Oh, because you say your, your giant cloud being told you that this is the best way to have sex? Now, how, how much control, um, this is why the, the Catholic Church or all church, uh, uh, not all churches, but um, in the, you know, these uh, evangelicals and these faux Christians, they, they have to control sexuality because you're, they're controlling the core of, uh, of your human, human, of what it means to be a human. I mean, we, we all want to connect. We all want to, have, to be seen and to, to be loved. So when you're controlling someone's sexuality, you got them by the balls, literally and figuratively. So um, that guy looks a little gay to me. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But um, it's, there, it's not out of the ordinary. Now, we know that one of the telltale signs of being a self-loathing closet case is that you're a homophobe. So for him to go out there and say, to defend this Karen Pence, her inhumanity, her fake Christian beliefs, but because some cloud being, maybe she's just upset because her husband, maybe don't want to touch her, you know, because she's, uh, he's, he, he looks a little gay to me. I mean, come on, Mike Pence, look at him. If, if, I mean, really, if we all, if all gay people turn purple for five minutes, you know, that the that Mike Pence would uh, would be like a Teletubby, right? I think I said that last week, but it's true. It's and and I believe that guy right there too. Why do you care so much? What uh, and why do you have to justify it by your Jesus? What I never heard of this Jesus. God told you this is the best for human creation. I mean, throughout human history we have been enduring this bullshit from these from these religious fanatics t- speaking for the giant cloud being how much when does that end is that will that ever end can we can we call a time out on that uh, that was part of what we were trying to do here in the united states that's why they separated church from state. They were sick of having the church in, infested 
in the government. And any, any atrocity, any heinous act can be justified using your God, using this religiosity. So that's why the, the, uh, um, the founders um, took that out. So now the Republican Party, they want to put it back in. They want us, um, what kind of a world would we have to live in if they got their way? And we don't have to look very far, and I've said this before, it's Pakistan. That's, that is the world the Republican Party would like to create here, except, for, except with Jesus. That's, uh, you know, that's really it. It's, that's the, con- the conservative dream world. Is Pakistan low taxes on the low to no taxes on the rich? Military has has supremacy. Gays are in the closet on pain of death. Forget about it. Women know their place. Uh, the rich, uh, they don't pay taxes. Um, there's no social social safety net. There's no schools. Uh, church and state are intertwined. Where where is that a, not uh, a conservative? Well, I guess um, what else? Yeah, I mean, what is there any difference between that and the conservative ideology that we're dealing with now? I feel like, I mean, I don't, I wish every now and then I ask if conservatives would uh, please point something out to me. Show me something. What am I missing? Where, um, am I wrong about that? I don't think so, but... I keep, I, I, I get nothing. I get crickets from them, except they call me a dyke or something, which I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, guilty. <laughs> well, um, ouch, I guess. I mean, I love that Republicans, oh, that's how they attack me too. Another thing they say, you, uh, they are, they're always like, you're not funny. Like they'll see on my Twitter feed, they'll, they'll, it says comedian or whatever. And they'll say, oh, funny. You're real funny. Like, I care. Like, as if, you see, what they don't understand is that if my humor or whatever, my comedy, um, appealed to them, I would be doing something wrong. The fact that they don't like me means I'm doing it correctly. So whenever they send a tweet or try to attack me, I don't, I I consider it a badge of honor. I enjoy that. That means I'm, I'm doing it right. So good. I, you know, and I'm not trying to annoy them. It's not, I'm not like them. I'm not like, oh, drinking conservative tears. That's my, my reason for getting out of bed in the morning. No, my reason for getting out of bed in the morning is to save democracy from the right wing who have squeezed its uh, body until we're hanging by a thread here. To save it from the likes of them. That's what I get out of bed in the morning. To, so we can have a, a government that works for all. And what does that mean? It means that, you know, our, our, our greatest import, export in the United States isn't billionaires. That's the only thing we make a lot of here. Well, not a lot. We make a few. We make some billionaires. But that doesn't mean that's not a successful society. I think that's the sign of how much we're not a successful society. The, the sign of a successful society is how many uh, human beings in this society are living decent middle-class lives without stress, without, who can pursue things like art and culture and music 
and the things that make life worth living and love and walking on the goddamn beach with not having to worry about this Twitler asshole. Who, uh, is he going to drop a nuclear bomb to distract us uh, from the fact that Mueller's coming? That he's a Putin puppet? That uh, what, what's, where's, Where are we going? He's already made 700,000 families uh, living on the, who's, who are already living on the knife's edge. I mean, that's, and that's a low number because it's not just that. It's not just, well, it's 800,000, I think, workers. And then you have the contractors. So over a million Americans um, don't have a, they were just taken hostage by this freak. So he can say what? That he stopped some babies in diapers from seeking asylum? Son of a bitch. What a disgusting human being. Do we, that's what we want to be like? What, how, how, how embarrassing. I, and I hope that future generations or even the current ones, when I, when I think about this show or other shows, that when they dig this up and when archaeologists look back on this time in American history, they say some of us were fighting. Not all, I mean, a lot of us, really. And we were fighting tooth and nail. We wanted to save this. We didn't want, we didn't, we didn't vote for this. The majority of Americans did not vote for this. Why are we allowing this entire cabal of traitors to destroy this country? And they are destroying it. When you attack voting rights, when you stop Americans from getting health care, when you take away the uh, lifelines, de- decency, dignity, when you make it harder and harder and harder for just human beings to live day to day to day, what, um, does that mean you're a successful country, you're a great country? It's an embarrassment. And now they're, they're having food banks. The FBI uh, uh, opened a food bank for the furloughed workers and on and on. And this one's giving, uh, oh, PayPal is giving a $500 interest-free loan. Whoopie freaking doopy. People want to work. They, there's no reason for this. There is no reason except that we allowed a trader to to grift his way into the Oval Office. And now we all have to play hail to the chief when this traitor walks in the room? That's, it, this is unacceptable. And, um, and he is a traitor. That's the other thing. Not only is Karen Pence a homophobic bitch because her husband is, a, is, is gay, and, uh, and it's not out of love. It's, you don't love... Um, I mean, talk about a twisted worldview. You are expressing love. That's why you hate gays. That's why they're, they're just, they're going to burn in hell for all eternity because they wanted to love other human beings that didn't have the right peepees for Karen Pence's comfort. Fucking bullshit. Oh my God, these people, these dumb people. Oh yeah, I I'm, some of them are bigoted, no doubt. It is bigotry. There's no other word for it. And well, stupidity, hypocrisy. 
Oh, God. Best for human flourishing. Well, how about, there's many uh, statistics about overpopulation, and there's other uh, gays and all different kinds of animals. It's not all uh, the way you think it should be because you're, you're, me, you're, you're mediocre cloud being is obsessed with peepees like you. I mean, it's crazy. What kind of cloud being is that? Of all the gods, I'd rather, I'd rather worship Zeus, for Christ's sake. At least he's got some personality. That isn't, he's not an embarrassment. He's not uh, obsessed with peepees. He's, uh, he's interesting. They got, what kind of a, of a god do they have? That's all he cares about is hate gays, don't cook, cook a cake. You know, don't, don't think, I mean, the whole world is at your fingertips. There's so many beautiful things on earth and to explore the oceans, the, the, uh, the skies, space, the my, you know, microbes and amoebas and all. I mean, there's so many layers to life. But let's concentrate on whether two humans forming a contract have the appropriate combination of peepees. That's what you got. That's your God. This, and these assholes are driving the ship of state. That's who, that's the traitors, okay? I mean, what do we want? I mean, it's, this is how much the Republicans are unfit. They're unfit. They are unfit to hold leadership positions in a modern nation. I've been saying this for years. I need to get a tattoo. I, I, I mean, really. These are people that rig polls. That's what they do. Um, one of the guys, it was Liberty University, he, you know, that great bastion of Christian uh, brotherhood. Um, he was using the Liberty, let me just, University, Trump, uh, Cohen. Yeah, uh, the IT guy from Liberty University had to, that's what they do with their knowledge. Instead of using their power for good, they're using it to rig a poll to make other dupes think that other dupes like Donald Trump, the con man who, who sold vitamins. I mean, holy shit. How much longer? And it's not going to end when, when Trump is arrested. A Pence, Pence has to go. They all have to go. The Republican Party needs to be relegated to the ash heap of history where they belong with the rest of the fascists and the Nazis. That's where they belong. And the inquis inquisitors and the, uh, the con men of history who kept a, an oppressive system in, in place with the help of their, with, uh, their co-conspirators in uh, religious authorities. So it's, they're the same. We've been having this battle over and over for thousands of years. Right now, we are down for the count. We've been punched in the nose, and we've fallen back on our ass, and, but we better get up fighting and swinging at these idiots. No more, oh, when they go low, we go high. That is such bullshit. When they go low, they, that's all they got is low. They don't go high. 
give me a break. And I love the uh, when uh, uh, who was it that said when they go low, we kick them uh, metaphorically. Of course, the Republicans all went, oh, snowflake. They all melted. Their little snowflake hearts all melted because somebody said when they go low, we kick them. And then but nobody said. Well, why the F are they going low in the first place? They were all like, well, he said when we go low, they're going to kick us. But as if going low is their birthright. Well, stop going low then. But that's all they got. They have no high. There is no other speed in the Republican ideology but low. It's been, and that's just the way it is. For, since Lee Atwater and on, they're a dead party. They they need to. We need to put the stake in them, metaphorically, of course. Look at them. Look at them. They are. They're not fit. They're not fit to hold power. They're not. They are not fit to to judge a wet T-shirt contest. That not not just the Jersey Shore. I mean anywhere. It's some some crappy crap hole you know off the belt parkway that's they're not fit they are not fit because you know even in that wet t-shirt contest they would rig it they would have to rig it they would demand uh sexual favors there would be cheating involved there would be all kinds of you know rigging and grifting that's who they are then there's nothing fair and square they don't go out there on the field of ideas and say we have a plan to make the middle class thrive. No, it's never been about the American people. It's always been about from the time this country declared its independence from the aristocracy and the monarchy, the conservatives have been fighting to bring it back under control. That's what they want. And they're getting there. I mean, they, ha- they came very far, but they've had to, they have to do it undercover. They have to pretend. They have to give lip service to democracy. But it's all, it's all out in the open now. And that's why when Trump gets indicted, impeached, when it all comes out, because he's a traitor, Pence has to go. They all have to go. And I love, uh, actually, today, this is Saturday as I'm recording. I mean, Friday. See, I'm all twisted up. Um, the, one, of the, one of the hashtags that's been trending, well, uh, I don't see it right now, but it's it was President Pelosi. Hashtag President Pelosi. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be amazing? President Pelosi. She deserves. She's third in line. So we got to get rid of Pence. And she deserves it. She. I love the fact that she is not backing down this monster. She's calling it like it is. He's, he's unfit. She says it. He's a traitor. She she took his little TV away. She why should he give um, a uh, State of the Union? That uh, because that's what he wants to do. He wants to put on a big show for everybody and have everybody glad hand him and slap his back and say yes, Mr. President, yes, Mr. President, and play hail to the chief and give him the honor and accolades he does not deserve that he hasn't earned. That's the Republican Party is the party of unearned accolades. They don't take responsibility for anything. You know, they, they stick to their motto. They call themselves the party of personal responsibility. They only stick to that motto when they're trying to kick people off health care. 
when it comes to their res taking responsibility for all the disasters they create, forget it. They will, they blame Obama. They take, even with the child separation, that's their policy. We have the documents now. We knew it. We knew they were lying. Oh, the, Obama did it. Obama did it. It's all Obama. Everybody, it's all their fault. Never, ever do Republicans take responsibility for all of the crap that they have inflicted on this country from the first Republican Great Depression to the second near Republican Great Depression to this shit show that we're currently in. All right, guys, I got 30 seconds. Thank you for hanging out on a different night. Um, I'm sorry. I got to go to the dentist tomorrow. It sucks. I really would rather be with you. Um, and, but next week, Saturday, 6 p.m. at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels, please give me a review on iTunes. Become a patron of Tara Buster. If we have enough patrons, eventually we can do the show every day. And uh, like I always say... We stick together. We win. Please remember, we will win. My name is Tara Devlin, and uh, I will see you guys next week.